Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met fellow adventurers, back in Hawklaw, time to go to the crumbling tower for day two. You return to the site of the ancient crumbling tower, the overgrown forest clearing north and east of Hawklaw. There. Rising out of the tall grass that now blankets most of the tower's once grand courtyard is the glowing, monstrous, motionless apparition of the armoured ogre. A grim, black iron howl adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of bright yellow eyes peer through a narrow slit in the howl's thick visor. The eyes stare blankly ahead. Clutched in the ghostly ogre's mail-clad fist is a cruel club spiked with long, sharp iron tines. The ogre's image flickers and begins to fade. Then, without warning, it glows with renewed vigour for several moments before slowly returning to its original state. After watching the image for several moments, you vow to return here tomorrow to see if there's been any change in the gruesome apparition. You turn you turn and make your way out of the ruined tower's courtyard. As you reach the edge of the clearing, you glance back over your shoulder at the crumbling structure. The very sight the ruined tower inexplicably fills you with a deepening sense of dread. Without looking back, you plunge into the forest and begin the relatively short trip back to Hawklaw. Okay, back to the crumbling tower for day three. You return to the site of the ancient crumbling tower, 
in the overgrown forest clearing north and east of Hawklaw. There, rising out of the tall grass, that now blankets most of the tower's once grand courtyard, is the glowing, motionless apparition of the armoured ogre. A grim black iron helm adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of bright yellow eyes peer through a narrow slit in the helm's thick visor. The eyes stare blankly ahead. Clutched in the ogre's mail-clad fist is a cruel club spiked with long, sharp iron tines. The ogre's operation glows brightly for several seconds, and a sinister creature's eyes begin to twitch. I think it can now see you. After watching the minute for, image for several minutes, you vow to return here tomorrow to see if there's been any change to the gruesome apparition. Back to Hawklaw. You turn and make your way out of the ruined tower's courtyard. As you reach the edge of the clearing, you glance back over your shoulder at the crumbling structure. The very sight of the ruined tower inexplicably fills you with a deepening sense of dread. Without looking back again, you plunge into the forest and begin the relatively short trek back to Hawklaw. And that's it for today. For the tower, not, I'll, be, I'll be doing other things. Alright, back to the crumbling tower for day four. You return to the site of the ancient crumbling tower in the overgrown forest clearing north and east of Hawklaw there. Rising out of the tall glass, grass that now blankets most of the tower's once grand courtyard is the, grow, the glowing, motionless apparition of the armoured ogre. A grim, black iron helm adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of bright yellow eyes peer through a narrow slit in the helm's thick visor. The eyes stare blankly ahead. Clutched in the ghostly ogre's mail-clad fist is a cruel club spiked with long, sharp iron tines. The ghostly image of the ogre emits several strong pulses of golden light before rapidly returning to its original luminous, luminous state. Okay, it's, it's trying to become real, that's for sure. After watching the image for several minutes, you vow to return here tomorrow to see if there's been any change to the gruesome apparition. Back to Hawklaw. You turn and make your way out of the ruined tower's courtyard. And as you reach the edge of the clearing, you glance over your shoulder at the crumbling structure. The very sight of the ruined tower inexplicably fills you with a deepening sense of dread. Without looking back again, you plunge into the forest and begin <coughs> the relatively short trek back to Hawklaw. And that's that for now. Okay, back to the crumbling tower for day five. You return to the site of the ancient crumbling tower the overgrown forest north and east of Hawklaw. There, 
Rising out of the tall grass that now blankets most of the tower's once grand courtyard is the glowing, motionless apparition of the armoured ogre. A, a grim black iron helm adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of bright yellow eyes peer through a narrow slit in the helm's thick visor. The eyes stare blankly ahead. Clutched in the o in the ghostly ogre's mail-clad fist is a cruel club spiked with long, sharp iron tines. The ogre's image, its eyes moving about rapidly, emits a near-blinding pulse of golden light. The creature's hideous apparition flickers wildly. After watching the image for several minutes, you are vowed to return here tomorrow to see if there's been any change to the gruesome apparition. Hmm, yeah, it's getting closer. Getting closer. You turn and make your way out of the ruined tower's courtyard. And as you reach the edge of the clearing, you glance back over your shoulder at the crumbling structure. The very sight of the ruined tower inexplicably fills you with a deepening sense of dread. Without looking back, you plunge into the forest and begin the relatively short trek back to Hawklaw. And that's it for today. Okay, back to the crumbling tower for day six. You return to the site of the ancient crumbling tower in the overgrown forest clearing north and east of Hawklaw. There, rising out of the tall glass, grass that now blankets most of the tower's one grand courtyard, is the glowing, motionless apparition of an armoured ogre. A grim, black iron home adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of bright, bright yellow eyes peer for a narrow slit in the helm's thick visor. The eyes stare blankly ahead. Clutched in the ogre's mail-clad fist is a cruel club, spiked with long, sharp iron tines. Much to your horror, the ghostly image of the ogre appears to be slowly assuming physical form. About time? About time you got here? You gotta get here so I can bash you on the head and send you back. The creature's fierce eyes look onto you with a chilling gaze. After watching the image for several minutes, you vow to return here tomorrow to see if there's been any change to the gruesome apparition. You turn and make your way out of the ruined tower's courtyard, and as you reach the edge of the clearing, you glance back over your shoulder, the crumbling structure. The very sight of the ruined tower inexplicably fills you with a deepening sense of dread. Without looking back again, you plunge into the forest and begin the relatively short trek back to Hawklaw. And that's it for today. Back to the crumbling tower again. It's for day seven. I return to the crumbling. You return to the site of the ancient crumbling tower, the overgrown forest clearing north and east of Hawklaw. There, rising out of the tall grass that now blankets most of the tower's once grand courtyard, 
soft, glowing, motionless apparition of the armoured ogre. A grim, black-eyed helm adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of bright yellow eyes peer through a narrow slit in the helm's thick visor. The eyes stare blankly ahead. Clutched in the ghostly ogre's mail-clad fist is a cool club, spiked with long, sharp iron tines. Much to your horror, the ghostly image of the ogre is, beyond any doubt, gradually assuming physical form. The creature's fierce eyes lock onto you with a chilling gaze. Suddenly, the dagger of vanquishing, the weapon given to you by the mysterious green-caped woman in Hawklaw emits a dazzling red glow. Well, I've got 128 experience to general and 64 experience to all skills and powers. The glow that envelops the dagger swiftly fades, but in its wake you're not certain if, ev- if anything about the all-night weapon has ch- changed. You think, however... That a careful examination of the iron dagger may be in order. Okay, I'm going to look at it, see if anything's different. Ah, its melee weighting has increased from 9 to 14, and a faint reddish glow animates from the blade of the dagger. You spend several minutes intently watching the image of the gruesome ogre, fearful that at any moment the savage beast may suddenly spring to life, when at last you're convinced that the ogre will not intimately assume full physical form, you decide to head back to the village. You turn and make your way out of the ruined tower's courtyard, and as you reach the edge of the clearing, you glance back over your shoulder at the crumbling structure. The very sight of the ruined tower inexplicably fills you with a deepening sense of dread, as it should, the encounter is getting closer every day. Without looking back again, you plunge into the forest and begin the relatively short trek back to Hawklaw. And that is it. And that's all the Crumbling Tower does for today. It's back to the Crumbling Tower for day number eight. Return to the site of the ancient crumbling tower in the overgrown forest clearing north and east of Hawklaw. There, rising out of the tall grass that now blankets most of the tower's once grand courtyard, is the glowing, motionless apparition of the armoured ogre. A grim, black iron helm adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of bright yellow eyes peer through a narrow slit, in the helm's thick visor, the eyes stare blankly ahead. Clutched in the ogre's mail-clad fist is a cruel club, spiked with long, sharp iron tines. Much to your horror, the ghostly image of the ogre is slowly assuming physical form. The creature's fierce eyes lock onto you with a chilling gaze. Suddenly, you become aware of a small, slender figure lurking in the shadows cast by the crumbling tower. You turn and find yourself facing the green-caped woman you previously encountered in Hawklaw. The the young, dark-haired woman steps out of the shadows and bows. She holds up 
a leather pouch for you to see, then tosses the curious object in your direction. Instinctively, you shoot out your hand and catch the falling pouch. It's a small leather pouch. This is the this is small leather pouch given to you by the mysterious green-caped woman in the crumbling tower in the forest north and east of Hawklaw. The pouch contains four small doorwed stones. A token for our gratitude, she says, bowing, and something you will need for what lies ahead. Keep the cat pouch and its contents safe. When I next return, I will bear with me something that will... The young woman stops speaking, a look of horror momentarily supplants her, stu- her somewhat stoic expression. She quickly recovers her previous demeanour. I have travelled a great distance to reach you, she says. It was I who left you the note telling you of this place. You must continue return here to turn here. The great beast champion has nearly taken form. I will again find you. And I will have something else for you. Dare not linger here. You carry our hopes with you. Without another word, the green-caked woman turns and moves quickly to the east, passing out of the clearing and into the tangled forest beyond. You call after her, but she does not turn back. In a matter of only a few moments, she has disappeared from sight in the thick wood. Ooh, 128 experience to general and 64 experience to all skills and powers. You loosen the string that holds closed the pouch given to you by the mysterious green cage woman. Inside the bag, you discover four small doorwed stones. Although there doesn't seem appear to be anything remarkable about the stones, you sense that they will serve a purpose you cannot yet grasp. After closing the pouch and securing it amongst your other blessings, you again turn your attention to the ogre's apparition. Standing next to the crumbling remains of the ancient tower, you spend several minutes intently watching the image of the gruesome ogre. Fearful that at any moment the savage beast might suddenly spring to life. When you are last convinced the ogre will not immediately assume full physical form, decide to head back to the village. And that's it for today. Next time is the ninth and I'm pretty sure the final day. Okay, it's Crumbling Tower Day 9, and I'm pretty sure that is the final day. Return to the site of the ancient Crumbling Tower, the overgrown forest clearing north and east of Hawkaw. There, rising out of the tall grass that now blankets most of the tower's once grand courtyard, is the glowing, motionless apparition of the armoured ogre. A grim... Black iron helm adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of white yellow eyes peer through a narrow slit in the helm's thick visor. The eyes stare blankly ahead. Clutched in the ghostly ogre's mail-clad fist is a cool club spiked with long, sharp iron tines. Suddenly, the ogre's image vanishes. You're about to step forward and examine the ground upon which the apparition stood. 
when you spot a figure stepping into the clearing out of the forest to the east. You turn to face the approaching figure and discover it to be the green-caped woman you've encountered twice previously. The young, dark-haired woman appears unsteady on her feet as she makes her way into the clearing. She pauses after advancing only a few yards across the grassy expanse and gasps loudly. loudly. Realising your mysterious allies in some sort of distress, you're about to rush to her side when she suddenly holds up her white hand. A bright red glow weaves her tightly clenched fists. You're startled when your dagger of vanquishing flies out from amongst your possessions. But it didn't break anything when it got out of there, because I think it was pretty low down. Drawn by a powerful invisible force, the weapon soars across the clearing towards the caped woman. And it's gone. For now, I think I'll get it back. The dark-haired young woman shoots out her left hand and snares the dagger by its hilt as the weapon shrieks past. A bright red glow intermittently envelops the dagger. Then, as if it pains her to clutch the ornate blade, she casts the dagger into the ground at her feet. You will need, you will need this, she says, her soft, wavering voice betraying her weakened state. Take it, it is now ready. The ghost you watched is now gone because it is coming. It will come again and again until you are broken. Until it has broken you at the behest of its master. That master, of course, is Woundskin. As if to lend credulence to her cryptic warning, a glossal snarl from behind fills you with dread. Your heart pounding. You spin around to lay your eyes upon the source of the savage growl. Hmm. I mean, I mean really? Does Woundskin Feeks just fighting the same monster over and over again will somehow break me? I'm an RPG player, man! That's my thing! I fight the same monster over and over again. It's my main hobby! I mean, have you seen how many times I've been through Axepath? Thirty, maybe? Probably more? And you think just sending this ogre at me a few dozen times is going to break my spirit? You don't know me at all, do you? Standing behind you, at the edge of a broad shadow cast by the crumbling tower, is the savage, crub-wheeling ogre who, until now, existed only as an unmoving apparition. A grim black iron helm adorns the ogre's sizable head. A pair of bright yellow eyes peer through a narrow slit in the helm's thick visor. Clutched in the pate armor, armoured ogre's broad mail-clad fist is a cruel club spiked with long metal tines. For a split second you glance back towards the green caped woman only to find she's no longer there. Lying on the ground in the spot she occupied only a moment ago is the dagger of vanquishing. The fearsome creature, its face hidden behind the marred visor of its helm, snorts loudly before suddenly bounding forward with unnerving speed and grace, its deadly weapon poised to deal you a staggering, staggering blow. So, I could get the dagger now... 
or I could face the ogre's bounding charge. I think I should deal with the ogre first. The armored ogre unleashes a savage war as it bounds towards you. The sound of its ch of the charging creature's fearsome bellow and the thunder of its heavy footfalls fills you with dread. The charging, charging ogre will be upon you in seconds. Now, there is a bunch of checks that I can't use because they're all level 80. And I've not got level 80 in anything except a couple of weaponry sub-skills. And these skills are archery, fortification, elementalism, shadow magic, or telekinesis. I Maybe I could get archery up there pretty quickly by going, using up a few of my general XP. But that, that's about, that's the only one I'm anywhere near close to. I mean, fortification, I think it's a 74, and that's the second highest. Just check, yep, fortification, 74. That's as close as I get with any of my powers. So I'm just going to have to dodge it. Tempt the, uh, tempt to dodge, dodge the ogre's charge. You desperate, death. You wait until the last possible moment before leaping to the side in a desperate bid to throw yourself out of the path of the charging ogre. Pick a number. Bonus of 20. Bonus of 40. 20 from agility. 10 from body. 10 from luck. Need 75 or more. Or I will, or I will be charged. Have a freight train of the ogre express charged straight into me. Pick now. So when 78 is a success, but only dust. And a remarkable display of timing and agility, you leap to the side, narrowly avoiding being struck by the ogre's mailed fist as the creature thunders by. You quickly turn to face your snarling foe, whose momentum has carried him past you by nearly a dozen yards. Hmm. But... Maybe conjuring something for him to trip over would help. Just going to bear that in mind for next time. For loud snort, followed by a savage war, the armoured ogre again prepares to charge. Hulking ogre wars as he starts to cross the clearing towards you, bounding through the tall grass. Times using both his hands and feet to propel himself forward. Despite the speed and ferocity of his charge, you sense the fearsome creature may already be tiring. Okay, I could, now it's the same skills and same things again, but I only need level 70 this time. Hmm, I'm going to use fortification. Because fortification's more fun when they're putting, they're throwing themselves at you. When they're throwing a projectile, not so much fun. But when, when he's charging, charging straight at me, him hitting a magical bat, oh, that would be so much fun. Fortification. It succeeded. 24 experience to fortification. You summon your power of fortification. A, power, a, power, a wall of shimmering red sparkles appears in front of you only a split second before the ogre's arrival. The savage creature slams in headlong into your magical barrier and collapses into a heap on the ground with an agonised bellow. The armoured creature rises to his knees. 
You retreat nearly a dozen yards and draw yourself into a defensive stance as the ogre snarls with rage and swiftly clambers to his feet. With a loud snort, swiftly followed by a savage roar, the armoured ogre again prepares to charge. The fearsome ogre bellows as it bounds towards you, waving his spiked club as he leaps through the tall grass. Despite the speed of his charge, we're certain he's becoming fatigued. Now I need only level 60 in those skills. I'm going to give Shadow Magic a go. It succeeded. 16x speed of Shadow Magic. You channel your power of Shadow Magic. The broad, long shadow cast by the crumbling tower suddenly begins to weave and whipple. With remarkable speed, the tower's shadow. Shadow surges across the grassy expanse and effortlessly ensnares the charging ogre. The armoured creature struggles to free itself from the grip of the gloom. The massive shadow hurls him into the ground with tremendous force. As the shadow swiftly recedes, the ogre rises to his knees. You retreat nearly a dozen yards and draw yourself into a defensive stance as the ogre snarls with rage and swiftly clambers to his feet. With a loud snort, followed by a savage roar, the armoured ogre again prepares to charge. The armoured ogre, gripping his deadly spike club in one hand, bounds across the clearing towards you, his savage roars echoing through the surrounding trees. Though he will be upon you in mere seconds, it is now obvious that three previous charges have served to fatigue him. So, once again, I can use fortification element, archery, fortification, elementalism, shadow magic, or telekinesis. I'll give telekinesis a shot. It succeeded. 16x speed to telekinesis. You channel your power of telekinesis. You project a powerful, well-aimed blast of telekinetic energy that strikes the charging ogre square, square in the chest. The devastating impact of your invisible assault sends the armoured creature toppling backwards onto the ground. With an agonised bellow, the fearsome ogre slowly rises to his knees. Retreat nearly a dozen yards and draw yourself into a defensive stance as the ogre snarls with rage and swiftly clambers to its feet. Expecting to face another charge, you bravely hold your at ground and keep your gaze focused on the ogre. This time, however, with a loud series of snorts winging out from beneath the thick plate of iron that covers its face, the savage creature stalks across the grassy clearing towards you, its thick, powerful hands clutching his deadly spiked club. Your pulse races as you realise you must now face this brutal slayer in combat. Finally. Been waiting for this for more than a week. With a savage, near-deafening roar, the plate-armoured ogre stomps towards you. His mailed hand clats tightly around the haft of his iron-spiked club. As the hulking beast draws to within melee range, your eyes are immediately drawn to an unmistakable mark at the base of its thick, leathery neck. There, emblazoned upon the ogre's grey, knotted flesh, 
is the black silhouette of a clawed hand clutching an eye, the mark of wound skin. Trepidation at the prospect of facing so formidable a foe is swiftly replaced by anger, and your anger is just as swiftly supplanted by steely resolve as the wound-marked ogre raises his heavy club in, preparing to deal you a decisive blow, you boldly leap forward, determining to see an end is at last put to this gruesome menace. Uh, it's a wound-marked ogre, and I'm finally fighting it after all this time. The savage wound-marked ogre champion swipes at you with his spiked club. Dude, it smashes through my defences. Devastating blow, 23 damage. Of course he does some of those. Another devastating blow for 30 damage, but otherwise he's not getting any hit. Devastating blow, 23 damage. 24 damage, another one. Alright, keep, keep bash, bashity bash, bash. Yeah, and it is slain. But... Since it's got that mark of wound skin, we all know it's not going to stay slain. But will it come? Will it come back immediately, or will it be enough time for me to me to get back to Hawklaw and have a have a bit of have a bit of paleo and root wine first to restore myself? We'll see. One hundred and thirty-nine experience, and then. 1,024 experience to general, and 128 experience to all skills and powers. Pretty nice. Your final blow sends the massive armoured ogre toppling to the ground. Wasting no time, you leap forward and twice more strike the creature's carcass. Whether as you step back from the bloodied remains, a shocking and terrifying transformation comes over the slain beast. Uh, what now, what now? The ogre's corpse suddenly starts a twitch and a low rumble escapes from beneath the heavy iron visor that conceals the creature's face. With astonishing swiftness, the massive beast staggers to its feet and turns to face you. Its fierce yellow eyes fixing you with a savage hate-filled glare. Oh, you want another go? I'm perfectly fine to... Okay, giving you one. Suddenly, the armoured ogre begins to fade. In a matter of moments, you find yourself face to face with the gruesome apparition you first encountered in the crumbling tower's overgrown courtyard. Now, please don't, don't take another nine days to turn up next time. I mean, I've got other things to do. I don't want to be stuck in Hawklaw, having stuck in Hawklaw, having to visit. Having to visit you every day. Slowly but steadily, the image, the image of the ogre dissolves until there is no longer any sign of the creature to be had. After exploring the clearing and failing to find any further sign of either the ogre or his apparition, decide to head back to Hawklaw. Before leaving, you make your way over to the spot where the green-caped woman dropped the dagger of vanquishing. There, still lying on the ground amidst the tall grass, is, a, is the curious weapon. You promptly retrieve the, da retrieve the dagger. It's a dagger of vanquishing. 
And now it has 16 melee waiting and a bright red glow animates from the blade of the dagger. Hmm. I think perhaps there could be one more update to it to make it a dazzling red glow. Which is going to be quite inconvenient. I guess I'm going to have to wrap it up a few times if I put it in my, when I put it in my, my backpack if I don't want to be able to sleep. As you step into the forest at the western edge of the grassy expanse, you wonder if you will again encounter the savage, wound-marked creature, and what purpose his arrival and sudden disappearance could have. Recalling, recalling the chilling words of the, the green-caped woman, a shudder runs through you. It will come again, and again, until you are broken. Until it has broken you at the behest of the man, of its master. You also wonder about the dagger of vanquishing, the mysterious weapon now once again safely in your possession. What role might the weapon play in whatever lies ahead? With these thoughts and countless others swirling around in your thoughts, you leave the clearing and embark on the trek back to the village. And that... That finishes this little encounter with 1,024 experience to general and another 128 experience to all skills and powers. Now, also, a new adventure, a new formal adventure that is, has been unlocked in Hawklaw. And that adventure is The Trail of the Hawk. But that will be done later. Leisure later, or a bit sooner, but it will be done eventually. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.